Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's Queer Movie Night Hi Welcome to Queer Movie Night I'm Deb And I'm Peyton And thank you so much For listening uh, To a new episode Of Queer Movie Night A new Um, episode Yeah A new episode Um, We are are doing um i was we were i was just talking to deb and we were saying how um the the weight of the world is really heavy right now um on us (laughs) (laughs) on us and i think on literally everyone else literally everyone um but (laughs) so when we were in particular there were a few like movies that we're like on our list that like we haven't covered yet and like a lot of them are really downers yeah but we were like we were like we 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 want to we want to watch something not down. <laughs> so, so we like, was like <laughs> you're like we, we could do Miseducation of Cameron Post, and I was thinking of doing The World to Come, which are both movies that people have requested. And oh, yeah. you know we they're both they're, really they're great. Well, I haven't seen The World to Come, but Miseducation it's really good. Cameron I'm, Post I'm is really, planning really on good. doing it for another yeah. one. Um, but honestly, to be transparent with our listeners, Peyton and I have been going through one lately, yeah. and we had a little chat and we were like, you know, let's just give ourselves a break. Yeah. So the next two episodes are full blown comedies. baby. <laughs> we were like, we just want to have something light something that like, light. does not make me feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Something that won't make me weep. would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so, but, um, oh, I guess yeah. we should we could say what the movie is then. Yeah. <laughs> so for so this, this is week, your pick, Peyton. So what? Yeah. You pick? Um. Yeah. The um. So we're. Uh, I picked the 1997 comedy uh, In and Out, uh, starring Kevin Kline, um, and a bunch of uh, other recognizable uh, actors. Don't even get me started. You're gonna <laughs> get me started, and I will start. But you have. <laughs> I can't talk about it yet. <laughs> Had you seen this movie before, Deb? <sighs> no. <laughs> I have so much, so many feelings. <laughs> I have so many feelings. Okay. Do you, you, sorry. You, you keep going with, with what you were saying. Cause I'm um, so excited to talk about this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it actually, I was worried about, I hadn't seen it in a while and I was worried. I was like, because it's an older one. I was like, I'm not sure how well it's going to hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And there are like a lot of like gay tropes and things like that in it, but I think it holds up pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. and it's really funny. Um, it's directed by Frank Oz, which I think is so funny. Frank Oz is known for like working with the Muppets. He's like the puppeteer and voice of Miss Piggy and uh, Yoda from Star Wars. Uh, uh-huh. He also directed the remake of The Stepford Wives, which is kind of a cult classic. And Little Shop of Horrors, right? <clears throat> Oh, did he direct? I or think, maybe I think did he, he might be right. Something like that. The, the I know that the Muppet Studio worked on the puppet for uh for Audrey too in Little mm. Shop of Horrors, but I think mm-hmm. he might be. I think he did direct the movie. Yeah, directed by Frank Oz, which is a massive name. Written by Scott Rudnick, 
who wrote separate separate wives as well but the thing oh i didn't know that but he also wrote sister act one and two which are top mark shyman did the music who also worked on sister act Uh um and paul i think he was closeted at the time that he wrote this but he is a gay uh he is an openly gay person um screenwriter so that 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 was nice that we're getting like an authentic perspective what is Um, the other movie did i say scott i think it's paul Paul. it's paul i know i said scott and i was like why does this scott dubin is like the producer or something oh paul okay he also so he wrote sister act and he also wrote adam's family the adam's family movies oh okay so that's why the humor is so good in this the humor is so good and there's a ton of overlap in the casting if you look like for all of these movies especially for like sister act and adam's like obviously with joan cusack but um, oh my god, Joan Cusack! Like, in this like movie. the the priest from Sister Act, who I've never yes, seen yes, in anything yes. else, and he plays a priest. In plays this a movie priest too. in this, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm so, oh, I'm so into it. I'm so into this movie. And Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg has a cameo in this <sighs> movie. <laughs> she looks so good she in looks, that scene I, where she's on the red carpet. Okay, <laughs> when was the last time you've seen this? Uh, um, I can't remember. So this is the second time I've seen the movie. I think I watched it. It's been at least like five years or something that I watched mm-hmm. it. I I I, I had seen the po- like the DVD growing up, and like sort of been like, oh, what's this about? Like, because the poster is just like him dancing like on the cover, mm-hmm. and then like it says in and out in <clears throat> different colored letters. And um, it's interesting. I watched the like trailer for the movie too, um, and, and it's like. So from the poster, you can't really tell that it's a gay movie. And in the trailer, they make it seem like it's... um, So maybe I should say the plot a little bit. So the movie is about this guy um, named Howard, who is an English teacher in like a small town in Indiana. And one of his former students, played by Matt Dillon, is a movie star who wins an Oscar and in his his Oscar speech, he thanks his English teacher. And then he says, who is gay? So he basically like outs this man who's an English teacher in the small town, who's about to get married to this uh, character, Emily played by Joan Cusack. And um, in the trailer, they make it seem like um, Kevin Klein uh, who's playing Howard is a straight guy who everybody thinks is gay. <clears throat> well, they had to, the movie, I mean, it's 1997. Yeah. 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 So I'm sure they were it's trying not to not like, shocking that it was yeah, like, yeah. You know. And it's sort of like a twist in the movie too. Cause you don't really, he doesn't really come out as gay till like the third half of it. I honestly thought he was still straight for the first yeah, half. Yeah. Um, because the, it, it play, it plays a lot of like with the idea of like, gender norms and like these are things that women and gay people do and these are things that men do which Mm -hmm. is like it's definitely like a like making commentary on that but it is also playing into like the stereotypes of like he like this is what gay people do because he does come out as gay it's interesting it's definitely dated in that way but it also like i think is it, it kind of I don't know. I think it. I, I think it does a good job at like having that discussion of like gender norms. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's it's very it does feel very 1997. There's some parts that are definitely cringy. Like not going to sugarcoat that. There were right. a couple moments where we were like, oh god, but right. it it unfortunately felt very timely, and ultimately, like it ended up being good. Yeah, I think the way they handled it was really good. Mm-hmm. And like and the, the ending is great. Like the whole yeah. thing is very successful, and I yeah. and it's a full blown comedy with a the most stacked cast of people (laughs) I might have ever seen in a movie of like, so we have this movie was porn to me cast wise (laughs) because you know, I love actors. I love actors. This is so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I love, we have Kevin Klein playing Howard, the English teacher, Joan Cusack playing Emily, who's also a teacher, and his fiance nominated for an Oscar and nominated for an so. Oscar for best supporting He's actress so in the movie. Fucking good in this. <laughs> yeah. Also, who doesn't love Joan? But I love Kevin Klein. Yeah, who doesn't love Dave? Everyone, Dave yeah. fans. But also, if you do, you watch Bob's Burgers. I Every do, time yeah. I hear him, I can't stop thinking about. Oh, Mr. he's Fish like Oder. the he's the, Mr. Like, Fishoder, yeah. the landlord. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Belchers. And he yeah. d- he is so good in this role too. He's so like, good. He so plays charming. It so well. He's like what while the movie plays with like stereotypes, he like does not he's not like playing like a stereotype. He's not like and Kevin Klein's kind of like a flamboyant actor anyway. He's a very straight actor in real life. Mm-hmm. But he just plays it so well, and it, it's like such a sensitive portrayal. I think of someone discovering that they're gay. Yes, and, for and for so nineteen ninety seven and a co- and like a mainstream comedy angle right. at this, right. he was he played it so honestly. It was like it was really be- it was just really it was sensitive. believable. Yeah, yes. it was believable. They were so Joan was nominated for an Oscar, but both Joan and Kevin were nominated for Golden Globes. Oh, which wow. Is, which is great, which makes sense. I think, honestly, yeah. the whole movie yeah. should have been nominated for Best Comedy. I mean, I yeah. think it was so good. Okay, this cast um, is crazy. Yeah, Matt Dillon plays his former student, Cameron. Um, Tom Selleck plays our news reporter. Who doesn't love Tom a, Selleck? A gay news reporter um, without his mustache, which is interesting. That's what Kay said. She's like, <laughs> Richard, where's your mustache? <laughs> Friends reference. Debbie Reynolds plays Howard's mother. Which mm-hmm. I, I think they did her a little dirty by giving her gray hair because it makes her look so old. She looks so she looks very look, different in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were like, she's got to like, be old, but it's like yeah. we know Debbie Reynolds is old. Yeah, you don't have to like. <laughs> she looks so much younger with her blonde hair in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wilford Brimley as his father, Whoopi mm-hmm. Goldberg in a cameo, Jay Leno in a cameo, Jay Glenn Leno. Close, Glenn in a Close in a cameo. <laughs> Bob Newhart as the homophobic principal. As the homophobic principal. Goes, I sat through the whole movie the, like, is who is this? Is that dad from Elf? <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the, by, the, by the graduation ceremony, I was like, oh my God, it's, the, it's Buddy's dad from Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. Stay. Every single person in this movie, even the small cast, has yeah. been in a million things. This, this movie perfectly was, it was the perfect homage to every actor who's been in every single 90s movie. Absolutely. Every single, if you go to each person's IMDb, everybody, even in the background, I was like, this person was in this 90s movie, this 90s okay. movie, this 90s did movie. You see, did you see Selma Blair? Without a speaking role. Without yes, a, I spotted her I was like, she doesn't have one line in I the was movie. like, paused it for Kayla. And I was like, that's Selma Blair. That's Selma Blair right there. Also, did you see uh, 
Jerry from Succession? Oh, Jay Cameron Smith? <laughs> Bitch, yes. I, of course I saw her. Are you kidding me? Everybody in this movie. Even like the redheaded friend. Um, yes, from Can't Hardly Wait. Can't, oh, okay. Can't Hardly Wait. And also, I just, did you have you ever seen Wonderlust with Jennifer Aniston and Jessica? Oh, no, Thoreau? I haven't. It's like a I David Wayne to. movie. Oh my God, it's so funny. It's one I of love our all time favorites. redheaded babes. girl soft to watch. He's it. in Wonderlust. And oh. I didn't know. I always thought like, because I know her from Can't Hardly Wait. I was like, right. oh, she just, but no, she's, oh, she's, I know her. I just haven't put two and the, and two together. Um, the camp counselor from um, Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's also yeah. on the show Casual on Hulu. I don't know if oh, you ever yeah. watched that. Um, uh, Deborah Monk. Deborah Monk. one of the little ladies. Who doesn't love town. Deborah Monk? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love Deborah Monk. Center Alex. stage fans, Grey's Anatomy fans. <laughs> oh my Are God. you kidding me? Oh my God. Yeah, she's the, she's like the little chubby girl's mom. Yep. Center stage. <laughs> well, she was actually the skinny girl who had a. Oh, no, 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 no. The skinny girl's mom who had believe me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You're right. <laughs> okay. This is so fun. I bet this is not fun for anybody else, but this is very fun. I like a little bit of a superpower that I have, which is not a superpower because if it was an actual superpower, superpower would help people. Um, but th- is that I can see any actor. I do not know their names, but I can pinpoint whatever they were in. And each single person, even background actors, I yes. knew Kayla was like, what's that person from? The model, the model girlfriend, Matt Dillon's yes. girlfriend, was like, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh, she's and like, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yes, she's one of the two okay, women that like so get into funny. the diamond campaign. She's also in the movie Head Over Heels about the models. Oh my God, Remember I that one with Freddie Prince, Prince Jr.? Prince Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my oh gosh, my she was so funny in this in the scene where they're in the um the hotel and she tries to dial on the rotary phone. Yes. And she doesn't yeah. know how it works. Oh my god. Okay, so the redheaded lady also, Kayla was like, I know we were like, we know her, and I figured it out immediately. She's from School of Rock. She's one of the teachers, which Kayla figured out. Oh. But she's also in Father of the Bride too. She's <gasps> the in-laws of the the ones who like make out with their dogs. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so oh funny. my god! I can't. And the other, is- the other student, the blonde-haired student, she's from Sugar and Spice and Drop Dead Gorgeous. She was also in Friends and Rosalie and Isles. <gasps> Boom, <Okay>. baby! Come on, <laughs> the other, the t- oh, the teenage boy who was like, yeah. I think was actually gay. I, it seemed genuine because he started the whole like uh, dead poet society I thing at the tell. end, but I couldn't tell. He's I couldn't in, tell. Um, I think he was supposed to be straight, but maybe I don't know. I couldn't tell. But the movie, um. He's a movie so that I love from the 90s mm-hmm. that is bad, but I love it. The Faculty. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? The horror yes, movie, he is Elijah in the, Wood. I love The Faculty as well. And Clea Duvall. Clea um, Duvall he's yeah. in that. Oh, my God. This is so fun. We've got, okay, the other also, teacher, Deborah Rush. She's in a bunch of stuff. She's like the lady in the elevator from um, You've Got Mail. She's also like a Broadway actress. There's uh, literally so many people that – yeah. Oh my god. Did you see the little um the little old lady from uh Tu Wong Fu who's like yes! in the film? I loved her. Yes. Yes. Also <laughs> June Squibb. Yes, June Oscar Squibb. nominee June oh Squibb. Oh my god. Her li- her line was so good when she said her husband had three balls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Also the the military attorney in the movie. Okay, also I'm sorry we're jumping oh, yes, around. This yes, is yes. not fun for listeners if you haven't seen this movie. <laughs> this might be the most chaotic one, but this movie was tailored to me. Tailored to me. Um the we were dying at the Oscars cuz they were like and now a clip from this Oscar nominee oh my god, movie. They played, it was like, the, the whole, whole movie. movie. The best part 
part was that and they then showed they didn't the show end clips of the other movies at all. Right, they played a, the entire end of the movie, yeah. and everyone's like, "Can you imagine showing the end of a movie?" But um, so the funny. attorney in it is Bette Midler's husband from First Wives Club. First Wives Club, yeah, and he's in the he's in the first Adams family as well mm-hmm. too. That's so funny. Oh my god, every single friend in it, every single friend at his bachelor party. Was yeah. it was an actor who was in something? The one guy oh was like, uh, literally everybody was in something. Um, the Bachelor Party, such a funny scene too. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, the Barbara Streisand references in this movie. Yeah, also. yeah, so good, so good. My uh, all to say. Okay, so <laughs> this I loved this movie so much. It felt like the first time I watched Hercules as an adult oh, because I wasn't yeah, allowed yeah. to watch Hercules when I was little. Right. And I when I saw it as an adult, I was so fucking angry with my parents because I love gospel music. I love everything. Mm, And the moment it started, I was like, how could they (laughs) withhold this from me when I would have been obsessed? That's That's how I feel about it. You you allowed to watch it. They like thought, (sighs) I know because Hades, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Because of the gods (laughs) and goddesses. But I I say this story all the time, but I've probably told this on the podcast, but they allowed me to have, they bought me the fucking Burger King plate. (laughs) <laughs> with with um meg on it with this hot ass babe on it yeah and i was like i don't know what this is from i knew it was from hercules but i didn't know like why would they buy me the plate yeah but they wouldn't let me watch the movie Susan and i, I used that so plate for like 20 years Megara. oh she's so so sexy oh what am i what, what, what's that one line she says oh what <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen Hercules in a minute. <laughs> I went through a phase when I first watched it. I know she says, it, she's it, like, like, I'm a damsel. I'm in distress. Yeah. I, I- <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, okay. So my parents are big movie watchers. Like everybody in my family loves movies, which right. I really rediscovered that uh, when right. I visited them last last month. And my mom wanted to only watch movies every day. And I was like, oh my God, this is where I fucking get it from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we all love movies. And my family especially loves like comedies from the 90s which is why sister act is my favorite movie because i watched it with my mom all the time in any comedy i know that they didn't see this because of right the subject matter and it just really bummed me out because i was watching it and i knew that i would have fucking i'm sorry i keep saying fucking no you're good loved this movie when i was little and i was like i know for a fact that if if it wasn't a gay movie they would have loved it too because they love these they loved them yeah even when when the when the beginning first started with like the very beginning of a movie the Mm -hmm. the score that that 90s like score is so good boom 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 boom. it it's just like immediately nostalgic it's immediately comforting and just kind of style and look i want to watch right now the style and look of the movie, like you can tell, like all of the the set pieces of the town, like are on location, like really outside. Mm-hmm. Like everything is so it's so gorgeous to look at, and like, yeah, like just thinking about like this movie, like I still feel it really holds up. Like some of the ideas of like w- what gay people are like are dated, but it's also like this movie came out two years after Tu Wong Fu, and one year before Will and Grace came out. And so, so like, nobody, like, there was nothing really about gay people that wasn't, like, an AIDS movie or Tu Wong Fu. Right, right. And also, this movie did really well at the box office. Like, I was going to ask. It was a really successful comedy. Um, One of the interesting things about it that I read was the, the screenwriter, Paul, said that they had a test screening, and one of the people left, uh, like the review was like, 
the movie was so fun. Like I enjoyed it the whole time, but I wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody because of the subject matter. <laughs> so like, me? so like we were still like dealing with like those kinds of people like at that time. So like, if you think about mm-hmm. it, like this movie was really like ahead of its time. It like, really was. And it was a comedy full blown. Right. Like the, when, when that music, when that music at the title, when the title, like mm-hmm. production company, whatever I'm t- blanking on the beginning of a movie, the like, the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Com- yeah, whoever yeah. produced it. Yeah. yeah, what am I, what's wrong with me? Um, I kn- You knew exactly what the style was. Right. Also, why don't movies still use that type of score? That type I, of like <sighs> music soundtrack? I, I know, I'm it's so good. I'm dead serious when I say we're broken. We immediately watch, we watch this movie all the time. It's yeah. not that new, but we watch uh, Parent Trap like right afterwards. Oh, we yeah, love, yeah. We love Nancy Myers. Yeah. Always talk about it. Um, But now, today we woke up and... My wife is sick, so we were like, okay, we're just going to have a movie day. And we're like, 90s comedies? Yes. <laughs> yes, 90s comedies, please? Like, that's... Yeah. It's, it's so, so good. It's such a feel-good, like... It's so nostalgic. Yeah. It reminds yeah. you... I don't know. But I'm there's just so many parts of it that I loved. There were, like, obviously cringy things, but I really think it was just a sign of the times. I think those things can still be, like, those type of... And even even the, like, tropes... Mm-hmm. There were some like really bad ones where I was like, "Ooh, this is bad." Like the locker right. room scene with all the boys, where they were like, "They put stuff yeah. up their butts, gay guys," yeah. and they don't yeah. want to like. There's just like, but a it's also things. like making commentary on like what straight people like who don't know any gay people think. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it is like, it is a dated mentality, but a lot of people still think that way. You're right, and it's like, you're yeah. right. And I don't know. But even the tropes were funny. Like right. when he was like, do you have this? When he was, when he was talking about like, or the, I remember what Sheena was. Maybe, maybe, maybe when he was listening to the, like the audio tape. I love of, like, that how to scene. Be manly. It's so funny. But then also, or maybe it wasn't that. It was like, it was when it was like, oh, this is how we know he's gay. And it's like showing, like pulling out different items to be like, he's gay. Yeah, yeah. The copy of Beaches on VHS. Yes. He goes, oh yeah, back. during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the movie sequence of yeah. Matt Dillon playing the gay yeah. soldier was yeah. so funny. It was so funny. The the, when he's carrying so the funny. guy, when he's carrying the guy, and he's like, "I need to tell you, I yeah. love you." Like a brother? No. Like a like cousin? A cousin? Yeah. No. <laughs> like a pen pal? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. You know what other uh, part that Kay and I really liked that Kay brought up is that he he genuinely didn't know it was like yeah like it was um i kind of liked that angle to it it was like he was discovering what we were discovering like discovering the audience like he genuinely didn't know that he was gay yeah um and it was kind of refreshing yeah but i really the first half of it i thought he really was like straight and just like it was a mistake until he was in confessional and revealed that he hadn't like had sex with Joan Cusack yet right. in three years. And I was right. like, Oh, but I liked the angle that he didn't know. Also, I thought his parents were like pretty refreshing. Even when yeah. they first came over to the house, when the Oscar speech happened, yeah. like they, they were still said, they still were like first, but then, but then Debbie Reynolds was just like, but I just want a wedding. Like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Just give me a wedding. Yeah, she was like, I'll still love you if you're gay, if you're straight, mm-hmm. whatever. And their reaction when it does, when he does come out later is mm-hmm. like, is nice. I mean, yeah. it's like fairly yeah. nice. They try. Yeah. 
Like the dad um, is definitely struggling and says some like weird things, but says are you gonna get but, an operation? It was so yeah, bad. That that line definitely made me cringe. But it was kind of like, but it kind of was still endearing because like, yeah, I don't know. I he was trying to my, understand. Even yeah. my parents now, yeah, will say really horrible things, right? And it, I guess more specifically, my dad, I feel like, is asking from a place. Sorry to just oust my parents right here. No, no, you're fine. Story of my life. Always do. They don't <laughs> listen to this. Do you think they listen to my podcast, Queer Movie Night? <laughs> Barely acknowledge that I'm married. But they, um, I, like, I feel like he'll ask questions because he genuinely does not know. Right, right. And it, even though that was like a cringy moment, his immediate response was, I'm trying here. Like, I don't, right. I'm just a farmer from Indiana. I've lived right. in this town my whole life. So right. I feel like it was cringy, but also a lot of people have parents like that. Even yeah. now, like that was in the nineties, but like even now, right? It reminded me of something my dad would ask. Yeah, less severe, but it, that idea that like someone, like your parents, are really just in a bubble and they don't know yeah. any different. Yeah. Um, but it was like immediately after it happened at the wedding, he was like, "So you, I don't know. There just yeah. could have been so many different directions that it yeah. could have gone in. And it, yeah. And Paul, um, Paul, who wrote the movie, said that like he really wanted it to be. He wanted to go in the com like romantic comedy direction with like the coming out story because he was like, I know there's so many stories that are also important to be told about like people being rejected after coming out and that type of thing. But I really wanted to come from like a place of joy and like show like. A, a heartwarming story of like the positives about coming out and, and things that like, and, and how it can teach every normal everyday people from small towns who like may not know how many gay people are in their life, how it can teach them like acceptance and like, and, and the good things that come from it, which I think is really like showcased well in the final scene, like during the graduation where like so you, you see like the whole town sort of like come, uh, come up to champion him. Um, yeah. They Mr. Deeds it. It reminded yeah, me of Mr. Exactly. Deeds. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> when right. they all that's start that's standing. Mr. Deeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a really fun idea. And this, like, the whole idea from the movie came from a real-life situation, which I think is really cool. Um, the uh, Tom Hanks was in this movie called The Philadelphia, which is about the AIDS crisis. Mm-hmm. And in his, uh, he won the Oscar for Best Actor. And in, in his acceptance speech, he named uh, a teacher that he had that was gay. But he, he he did ask permission before he did say him. Okay, name. my so mouth like, is it's open. Not the exact, it's not the exact situation. But one of the producers of the movie was like, what if, what if he hadn't asked? And like, what if like he just outed this person like, to the whole town so that's like sort of where the idea came from and he approached paul to write the film yeah it's just like that's such like a a cool way to for the film to be inspired i do have one thought on that that i was like why didn't they ever why they never explained why matt dylan thought he was gay yeah that's true that's true he just like like, assumed he was gay (laughs) yeah when he came back into the to the graduation later i was like okay he's gonna say why he thought he was gay he never does so like (laughs) he just really just believed it also they were like recent graduate this is not important but recent graduate matt dylan i was like that guy's 35 (laughs) not a recent graduate also also we're supposed to believe that this is kind of a problematic storyline but 
he is of age in the movie, so I guess it's fine. But he, we're supposed to believe that he was a student while Joan Cusack was a teacher. No, they look I the guess, same age. Well, she's only one year older than him in real life. So, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> during it, during their scene where she was like, "You were my student," says yeah. was like, "Not anymore." Kaylin, I was, I was like, the age difference cannot be big between them. They yeah. literally look like they're the same age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks um, so good in this movie. I. So the Joan part of this story of the whole movie. That's kind I of like, love. that's kind of dated too. Yeah. But I love, no, but I yeah. love that she gets, okay. The weight loss thing is the dated part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it, even that eventually kind of fixes itself with. Yeah. Because I it's mean, talking it, about like women's relationships with like their body and like self-esteem and things and like self, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I loved that she got her own like full-blown monologue right. after, because he tells her that he's gay during their wedding vows mm-hmm. at their wedding. And I like, and a lot she, of, a lot of like times, her reaction is so understandable. Like, it's, it's extremely not, understandable. And I feel like, especially not for coming the 90s, from a place of like homophobia, it's coming from a place of like, yes, it's why not, didn't you tell me before this? Yes. It's yeah. not like, Oh, I'm grossed out that you're gay. Yeah, but also exactly. this movie is about him. It's about Kevin Klein's right. character. And I feel like in a lot of other movies, she would just be like the understandable, like, right podunk wife or right. fiance is like yeah whatever like she had she i liked that they gave her they really fleshed out her character is right. what i'm getting to like she was a full-blown co-starring person she had her own thoughts and feelings it wasn't coming from a place of homophobia but it was coming from other places where she wasn't just like the fiance role right she had meat to her she had right. reason she had i thought she was so good I think yeah. Joan Cusack is one of the most peculiar, funniest actresses that's ever yeah. been. Yeah, and one of the most She's, underrated, I, I said, feel like. I told Akila last night, I was like, her motor skills are just just <laughs> in an opposite direction of everybody else, and yeah. I love that. Yeah, she's, she's so, so her good. Her mannerisms and the faces she makes and her voice, like the way she does everything, it doesn't feel like a character. It's just like Joan. That's yeah. just like how she is. She also should have been so nominated much. for her role in Adam's Family Values because that's Yeah, she should honestly, have. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic, Iconic role. Yeah. Yes. I was so, she's so obsessed hot. with her. She's so hot. When I was little in that she's so, yeah. so hot in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> she's so hot. She's oh such a God. good actress. Yeah. Um th- that's I something I really this. love about this movie is that like we care for Howard so much because he cares so much about his town and his family and like Joan Cusack's character. And like, that's such a big part of coming out that like not is not always like touched on about like, yes, you're worried about rejection, but you're also worried about genuinely hurting the other people in your life and like making their life worse. Mm -hmm. And that I, I like the, I like the, um, the angle of Tom Selleck's character where he's saying like, you are actually like hurting her by not yes. telling her what's going on. Like marrying her is actually not like giving her what she wants on the surface is actually not doing her any favors and it's not going to make her happier. Mm-hmm. It's just going to make you both miserable, which I think was, it, it's so important that that part was included and like just something that I don't think people always think about when mm-hmm. it comes to this sort of story. You're totally right. Yeah. There's another kind of slightly off topic thing too that um, 
we also were talking about last night while watching it was that nobody ever faulted him for being like yeah. effeminate or having like right or not being this like butch guy. Like right. his friends genuinely kind of threw him a Barbara Streisand themed. I know. Bachelor party, and it wasn't in a making fun of way. It was right. like they embraced it. They loved and him they for it. And they all loved Barbara Streisand. And they all loved, loved her. Like, yeah. Oh my so God. The joke is the that, Barbara like, Streisand the joke through is line that, yeah. is so on top. I love this movie already. It's right. so funny. Laughed out loud the entire time. Acting is stellar. Stacked cast. And then you have a Barbara Streisand through line. Joke, right. like, put a fork in me. I love Barbara. The Yentl joke, when oh, he says... so good. The, he, she, she was, was too, too old, old for Yentl. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also, what sets Howard off. <laughs> also, when Joan, when Joan comes out at the chapel and goes, do you know how many times I had to watch Funny Lady? I died. I love it. I love she yells out and then Howard is like, Howard is like, she, yeah, she was obligated by contract to appear in a sequel. I I tried to watch Funny Lady one time and I turned it off. I was like, this is horrible. I'm a big Funny Girl fan. I love Funny Girl. Yeah. I Um, also watched Funny Lady. My mom had both. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would have liked Funny Lady more. I don't know. I haven't watched it recently. It's I don't remember it being very good. Yeah. Um, Funny Girl though. Okay. Funny Girl, amazing film. Amazing film, lackluster show. I'll <laughs> I, say. Sorry, I just saw it. I just saw oh, it a right. couple. Did or, you see? Did you see Beanie or did you I see saw the Beanie? City? I saw Ooh. Beanie. It was a moment in time. I can now say that I saw a moment in history. <laughs> yeah, I heard the understudy was really good. So, Fan, or uh, Julie Banco. There I was a. So. I follow Twitter theater, like theater Twitter, so closely. I yeah. don't. I just, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not like crazy. I'm obviously not involved, but I love the right. drama of the right. theater world in New York. Yeah. Um, and I was, uh, okay, there's a little part of me. I was seeing a Wednesday matinee. I was like, I wouldn't be mad if I saw Julie Banco because I heard she's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Then Beanie came out and Beanie was good, but yeah. Yeah. The show's yeah. kind of boring. I'm going to be honest. Like, I yeah. love the movie, but the show was just like, yeah yeah and then i saw company a few hours later and had one of the most beautiful stage experiences of my life and i was like wow i saw the opposite ends of the broadway spectrum today in one day oh that's awesome company was gorgeous yeah i saw patty lapone sorry i i will tell anybody of course yeah that's amazing i know it's a once in a lifetime thing yeah it's crazy so i just had to shoehorn that in (laughs) <laughs> oh nikki loves patty oh yes. have you ever seen patty have you ever seen her live oh my god <laughs> i haven't seen her live either but I've, she's so oh, good she is exactly what you imagine commands <laughs> a stage walks out does her thing barely opens her mouth makes it look like it's butter yeah yeah she's she held do you know the ladies who lunch do I know yeah, the ladies who lunch? The- I know. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know if your mic was on. I was going to ask you Peyton, but also I assume Peyton knows. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know the. Oh, I know the. Yeah, who story. doesn't know ladies who lunch? Was she? Uh, I am. She I am partial to the Elaine Stritch, but I do love Patty sure, as well. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. She holds the very last note, the longest that it's ever been held, and I didn't know that about this specific production. I didn't know that going in. I mean, and she had to elevate it. She already played. She that had part to. She was also doing. Patrick Harris version. She's also doing it sitting down. 
the entire yeah. time yeah. with the martini glass in her hand. <laughs> and she holds the note, and I didn't know she held that note. And the tension in the room, in the theater, she was held holding it, and I was like, oh, my God, she's still holding it. She's still holding it. <laughs> Kayla and I grabbed each other's arms, and you could feel everyone in the audience just kind of rise out of their chair. And the moment she ended, a standing ovation, middle of the show. Everybody <laughs> just shot out of their chairs. I had, I was crying. <laughs> was like tears running down my face. I was like, this is a moment in history. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so That's good. That's amazing. She's, yeah, just walks around like, I don't know, otherworldly almost. Yeah. Yeah. She just, just walks around like it's like this is like we're all just living in her world yeah i think that's a that's a like a that is it that's an actual superpower because patty changes people with her voice whereas my superpower of saying what uh e-list actress was in this movie in 1996 Uh, is not actually helpful to anybody. I um, disagree. You have other superpowers. You can captivate an yeah. audience. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both. Wow, you really just, both of you just really indulged me on that. I loved it. I I was here for it. I it love to hear you experience. go off. It was such an experience. <laughs> the, um, the actual shows and right now. <laughs> <laughs> um another part that i uh thought was funny um and i'm not sure but i thought i thought it was it was funny and kind of a good joke was like how they were um how like the students in his class were like of course they he thought you were gay you're like uh, a good upstanding person you're clean you're Mm-hmm. you're smart like it was just like a funny joke to me that it was like of course he's a he's a nice person of course he's gay it was just like a funny bit to me yeah um the jokes were solid in this yeah yeah i think it also helps that like kevin klein is very funny very funny great like great com like great comedic timing great like physical comedy mm-hmm. um, love when he dances oh my that whole scene but is so that great whole segment of him listening to like the self-help tape to like uh be masculine and like him okay the my favorite part is like the beginning where it starts playing um what song does it play like donna summer or, mm-hmm. uh, um Once I was right, yeah I was yeah and um and he, just seeing him his internal journey of trying to hold in the fact that he wants to dance mm-hmm. and just like his little tiny movements it's so good and so it's such a good performance and it's so funny and and just like every time he sits and like crosses his legs and i love that he doesn't have the awareness that that is like uh, an effeminate mannerism that he never like mm-hmm. notices that he's crossing his legs and like it's like oh no like mm-hmm. i just love that that's like his not played for too. comedic bit yeah his like yeah. limp wrist yeah they're like watch so your wrist good. there's yeah watch your wrist <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like i feel like if you really watch this movie if you watch it with a lens of like i'm going to actively be offended by everything you could be yeah but maybe but it's, it's because we watch a lot of movies and I think we both really have a soft right. spot in our heart for like 90 for any 90s mm-hmm. movies. I don't know. I, I found it all still charming. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it comes from a mean, like the comedy doesn't Maybe feel that's like it comes it. To from the a mean place. The intention is even, not. Even with, even with um, Joanne or Joanne, Joan Cusack storyline, while it's, 
it's sort of a problematic idea that like this character you is is said she used to be like fat and then lost weight to like be with Howard and like be in a perfect like relationship and everything. I don't recall or I don't remember there being any jokes about her being fat like at her expense mm-hmm. in the film. And and it's similar to like the queer thing. There don't there don't seem to be the jokes seem to be more like on the straight people about like their weird reactions to like someone maybe being gay as opposed to like jokes on gay people. I guess outside of like the idea that like gays are obsessed with Barbra Streisand, but that seems like more like an in-community type of joke. And I think it helps that the movie was written by a queer identifying person, even if they weren't out at the time. Um, Do you think this movie helped them realize they were gay? Just like I think Howard. they probably I think they probably knew they were gay. Like it's very like at this time in Hollywood. Oh, they just I, weren't out. Yeah, I think that oh. they just weren't out because like at even the guy who wrote uh, Tu Wong Fu, he wasn't out either, but he knew he was gay. Like at the time oh. that he wrote it, so I think it's gotcha. just like and maybe like people in the like production team knew he was gay and things like that but it was just this was just like still a time in hollywood where like if you were gay like and out to like your friends and stuff you still weren't like out about it yeah like people sometimes are now like you have to remember like even neil Mm -hmm. patrick harris he didn't come out on his own like someone outed him i think and then he like sort of had to get in front of it and, and that type of thing so that's still like a relatively new thing and like most people who come out in hollywood already have success before they come out in that way so yeah you're right i i think just uh what like a month ago rebel wilson was technically outed right she was yeah because like they they threatened to post about her relationship with this woman mm-hmm. and then she had to she had to come out on her own before that that happened so it's yeah. just like yeah hollywood hollywood is such like a broken like system <laughs> and like there's so many shady things going on in it obviously um but yeah that's yeah. that's a whole other different subject entirely oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's true um also because you mentioned it i have to say the richard simmons video that joe oh my is God, working yeah. out to i used to work out to with my mom when i was little my that mom had that one video. too i think sweat into the oldies sweat or something. into the oldies yep <laughs> yep um every single person who's in it working out i remember them i remember their outfits i remember which <laughs> i we used to my mom had a whole richard simmons series but sweat into the oldies was her favorite yeah and i that's anytime a good one. she worked out or dieted i worked out and dieted it was just kind right. of <laughs> toxic now thinking about it um <laughs> and i was drinking slim i would i literally would take slim fast to my friends houses if i was having like a sleepover Oof. staying the night and they would all be eating like pizza and i'd be like no, I've just got my slim fast. Ugh. That's so fucked up. I was like always trying yeah. to lose weight when I was like 10 years old. I know. Um, I remember doing like Weight Watchers at 13 with my mom. Yeah, I did the Atkins diet in eighth grade Oof. with my mom. And I lost yeah, my 40 pounds. Oh, my God. 40 pounds. And I remember everyone being like, you look amazing. This is great. And I'm like, I was 13. Like, that's yeah. not okay. And to um, lose that much weight so fast, too, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I would eat pretzels. Every day at, at school for an entire eighth grade 
year. I just ate Ugh. one bag of pretzels. I'm so That's sorry. That's crazy. Oh, it's okay. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I live like it's my last day right every day now. So. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you look wife, amazing. My you wife look loves amazing. me for who I am. And honestly, I love who I am now. So <laughs> I, don't have I love it too. Poems. But the Richard Simmons video, I was like, well, this is almost borderline triggering because that specific tape <laughs> right, with those right. specific people in it. I was like, it's it's the one with, that opens with "Give me some lovin'," where yeah. they go "dun dun 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 dun," and they go "bump bump bump bunch bump 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 bunch bump 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 bump." Yeah, I have to say, I have to say, I was more of a Jane Fonda girl, but we did have the sweat and tape. I always tape. wanted to see the Jane Fonda one, probably yeah, my now because I wanted my to mom see her recorded her it off of TV. Aww. <laughs> like it was like a tape that she recorded off of the TV. <laughs> Gotta love those. All the, I think we had we had Who Framed Ra- Roger Rabbit. I love Who Framed Roger off Rabbit. of the TV. Uh, so it was like the clean version. Yeah, <laughs> I've never se- actually. Maybe I should watch that. I haven't seen that since I was little. Oh, it's so but who good. didn't who didn't have a thing for Jessica Rabbit, gay or straight, babe? Jessica Rabbit, Kathleen Turner, Kathleen Turner, that voice, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, ooh, I should watch um, uh, Serial Mom. I haven't seen that in a long time. Isn't I haven't that seen that Turner? at all, but I really want to. You've never seen Serial uh, Mom? No. Whoa, I, Peyton. I need to watch it. That that do you you like Kathleen Turner? Oh yeah, I love her. Oh my god, yeah. she's great. And it's I like love a dark, um John uh, who's Waters. the director? John yeah, John Waters. Richard yeah, John, Waters, John yeah. Waters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Definitely you have to watch Serial Mom. Absolutely. <laughs> it scared me when I was little. I think I remember being. What's well, like, like a slasher sort of mom. right? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a like a she's suburban a housewife. Yeah. Type thing. It's a John Waters, you know, yeah, very similar in, in tone to his other movies. Right. Um, yeah, but it's really good. Oh, sounds good. I love it. Thank you. I'm sorry. I know I'm not trying to wrap things up, but I know we're we're like going on and on about this one. But no, genuinely, thank you for choosing this movie because I feel like I really. I'm so glad that you hadn't seen it before, and it's so Needed nice. Needed is like, a bit is a strong yeah. word, but yeah, it I, it really felt like one. when I first saw Hercules, where I was like, Aww. just like, how did I miss this? I would that makes me so happy. Loved it, and I had yeah. such a good time. Every aspect. I'm gonna watch it uh, probably regularly from now on because I'm a movie rewatcher. I know. I'm gonna watch it more too. Like I, I didn't remember liking it so much the first time, but I re- do really love it. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I about do want to cover. I used to see the cover at the video yeah. store all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's what really stuck with me before I, I had seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to touch on the the sort of romance subplot between. Um, Tom Selleck and um, Kevin Klein. I wish there would have been one more kiss. I know. But I feel like I know. that was the 1990. Right. And I also wish, yeah, I wish there had been one more kiss because I wish that it had been a more consensual kiss. That was like the mm-hmm. one thing that I was like, that he kind of like forces a kiss on him, which is like, he's like surprised and everything, but it, it's definitely like more problematic now than it would have been in the 90s. Like even in a, in a straight, uh, comedy like there would have yeah. been a kiss like that but um i love their little like meet cute like and like the like he almost hits the, his bicycle with his car mm-hmm. um and i like this relationship i like that they um and i don't know if this was because well well paul said like that he didn't necessarily want the movie to end with like 
them getting married or like getting together because he like wanted Howard to just like be able to be happy being himself without it having to be connected to a relationship, which mm-hmm. I, which I thought which was I sensitive. Get. Yeah. And I kind of like got the idea that they were like sort of dating and seeing each other at the That's end. That's how I took when it. They were, they're, they're seeing each other. Yeah. When they were at um, his parents' wedding, which was, I which thought I was, love. was a cute idea. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Debbie finally boys, got her wedding, her wedding that she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that graduation scene. Um, where it sort of it reminds me of Tu Wong Fu when when uh, the cop shows up to the town and everyone says that they're a drag queen yeah. to protect them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gay. And I love I'm that everybody gay. says I'm gay, and then Debbie Reynolds goes, and Debbie Reynolds I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she was like, I know what the the girl the girl one is. The called. girl one is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was so good. Um, I I love I love the like subplot of like Matt Dillon feels guilty for what he did, but that is such a good point that he like it's never addressed like why he thought Kevin Klein yeah. was gay, which I think is funny and like maybe something that should have been explored for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the horrible uh, also plot about him getting fired, right? Right, which is yeah. like kind of reminded i mean it was kind of felt icky because that's like still a thing right now well, I that's mean, even very in, in timely Florida, that's like, very timely right now yeah with, i'm with, like oh this is icky weird and, and um you know trans people losing their jobs in mm-hmm. education and things like that it's so that was that was interesting and like yeah i felt that that was handled very well because it was like he lost his job but then you then you see um, the movie obviously takes the stance that like he shouldn't have lost his job, and like, and then they ha- he has this the whole community like coming to support him. Um, it's largely because of Matt Dillon's influence, like a famous person's influence, but it's still like encouraging and and a touching moment to see everybody rally behind him, and and um, and I love the scene where with his dad where his dad is kind of awkward but the dad's like are you going to be at the graduation tomorrow and he's like i was fired and he was like he was like you're the one that taught those kids like they're mm-hmm. you you should be there so I, I thought that was a really touching moment there this movie is really really funny and it tackles this the serious subject matter in a really sensitive way i think and it, and it really um I think it's just really well done all, mm-hmm. all around, acted, written, directed. I, I think they did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I loved it. Yeah. I'm so happy we did it. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad you liked it. I didn't it. even know it was a gay movie. Of all yeah, the times right. I've seen, the, I've seen right. the, the cover in a movie store. It's just crazy. A movie right. store, a video store. Yeah. Oh, video store. Well, and I think that, that that's like part of Rip. like the marketing of it, which I think is smart. I think... I think it's one of those movies where it gets away with it because it is so sensitively well done. And it's like, yeah, I kind of appreciate, we talked about this in Love Classified a little bit, but I think this movie does it a lot better where it's like, you don't know if he's gay or straight for like the first two thirds of this movie, but because of the way it's done, I'm, I, th- I think it's really sensitively well done. And that's like, that journey is is really good to watch because you're supportive. You care about this person. You're rooting for them 
even if they are straight or gay, like mm-hmm. you, you, you want the, this to work out for them. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's rate the movie. Um, I'm just like, I'm truly broken. Okay. I, Kayla just texted <laughs> me like a list she's making of all the nineties movies. We want to watch right now. But uh, also, we also love a league of their own. It's one of our favorite movies. Uh, I love we were already own. planning on watching it this week to prepare I'm so for the show for the premiering show. next yeah. weekend. <gasps> next so weekend. Excited. Oh my God. Yeah. I need to rewatch the movie. It's so good. So good. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. The opening scene for some reason reminds me of like, um, runaway bride, I think. Cause they like both take place in oh like God, small. I haven't seen runaway bride in so long. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love that duo? Yeah. I love Pretty Woman. Yeah. Who doesn't love it? Pretty Woman. <laughs> Foxy. Wait, what does he say? What, wait, what does he say? That's about. I don't know. Yeah, neither What does who say? Oh, like the Elvis song in the song? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> not, not I'll have to look it up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll have to look that up later. You're right. Right. <laughs> um, so we usually uh, uh, evaluate the film on two different rating scales. One is the Vito Russo test, which is a uh, media metric used to examine queer representation in film media. Um, uh, it follows three rules. One, that the, the movie must have queer identifying characters, which this one does. Second, that the characters have um, personality traits other than being queer, which this he obviously does. Ha- like, this movie does a really good job at fleshing out its its main players and, and mm-hmm. even supporting characters. Um, and third, that removing the characters from the plot would change it significantly, um, which this does. It's um, Howard is is the is the lead character. The story revolves around him, and without him, the story wouldn't happen at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say it passes with flying colors. And then, what should what should we rate for our homebrew? What I was just thinking about. I was thinking we do like Oscars, Oscars, about yeah. Funny Girl vinyls. <laughs> um, let's do Oscars. Yeah, let's do Oscars. Um, uh, I will say the the one thing about this movie is that it's very white. Yes, there's, that's what. I, uh, besides yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, there's no there's people. No I think everyone else is diversity. white. There's like no people of color, so yeah. um, I'm definitely gonna dock it uh, points for that. Um, I would give this movie uh, just because of like how revolutionary it was at the time, like. Will and Grace hadn't come out on TV yet, like that type of thing. I I, I want to give the movie a five. That might be too high, but like no, that's what I was gonna but do. I really liked it. Yeah, it it should have been more diverse. There should have been there should have been more uh care like more diverse casting in the film. Um, but it's unfortunately, just like something you have to accept with movies made in this time, right? which is right. sad. Nobody should have to accept that. Right. But it's like, if you look at every single like classic quote unquote yeah. move, like l- beloved movies from right. this time, they're yeah. just like, Oh, they're so white. Yeah. But, um, feel weird. But yeah, I think, I think it aged really well. I still feel like it holds up pretty well. It's funny. Like the jokes are still funny. There's no jokes that are like, 
besides maybe the, the are you going to get an operation joke? Like, I can't think of a joke in the movie that's like, I was like, ooh, that was cringe. Like, mm-hmm. I, I you know what? It, you never yeah. hear the F word, which is also a Absol- thing you hear yeah. in movies <laughs> made for this time. Which was, yeah. Actually, I feel like the F word kind of got like a, like a, it became more of a thing in early 2000s, like teenage comedies. Right, right. Like, it, weird. Yeah, weird. I feel but like I'm they say it like in Alex Strangelove or something. And that were like, I remember like being pulled out because it was like, it was like, I was like, this feels like so 2005 or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> the American Pie-esque right. movies that, that always like had it in there. What was I just watching recently? What's the Just Friends I watched recently? Oh, There's yeah. a whole scene where they're like slinging it back at each other. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Also, it was on Netflix. I was like, can't you take this stuff out? Yeah. Like now before you stream it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Am I asking too much for people to take horrible slurs like out of the their movies? The film is pretty like, like family friendly too. Like I don't uh-huh. like like anything. I don't really feel like there's that many sex jokes in it. Like I guess they talk about him and Joan not sleeping together, but no, yeah, but no, but it's pretty. It's clean. Yeah, there's yeah. one fuck, and it's the perfect, perfect place. It's when oh. Joan says fuck Barbara Streisand and she walks out of the, the chapel. Oh Perfect use. That like, I, that, that time where you could only get one fuck in a PG 13 movie, into a PG 13 movie and it has to be used just right. It was yeah. the perfect use of it. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So okay, you, I guess we can talk about give it. A five as probably well? should stop because we could talk about this movie all day. Yeah, I was going to give it a five, five as for well? all the reasons I've already said. Could be more diverse. There are some still things that didn't age very well. But at the end right. of the day, I thought it was at, so great. Yeah. So great. And I'm so glad it was made. Me too. I mean, obviously, it didn't change my family's uh, <laughs> ideas because I don't even know if they watched it for that right. reason. But um, it certainly it had to have an impact. Yeah, if, yeah, if it did sure. so well in the box office, and and like it's true, it's a positive movie about it. It's right, a positive right. movie about sh- showing the story of someone who like ah, uh, and it wasn't even like like there wasn't he wasn't stereo. I mean, there were some stereotypes, but it wasn't like he's a stereotypical like man. Like, how did we not mm-hmm. know he was gay? It was like something very relatable that I feel like a right. lot of people in small town America at the time would have watched and been like, oh, maybe this is. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably I just I feel like it had to be eye opening. Yeah, for a yeah. lot of people, I'm glad it did well in the box office. Me too. Yeah, it makes me think of like now, like, well, I guess the the movies are so different now. Like everybody, everything's a Marvel movie and things like that, so it's different. But just like how like Tu Wong Fu and in and out could be like really successful movies in their time, even when the the subject matter might've seemed taboo to like most audiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also made me really want like a modern, like I feel like a lot of queer movies are, are comedies, mm-hmm. but I really, this made me like really long for like a full blown mainstream, like almost blockbuster Right. full-blown comedy like right. gay comedy yeah i don't know yeah a lot of those are made but do you, yeah. you know what i'm saying like on yeah. this level 
of right. it just being uh, on this level where it's not Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. Longing yeah. and crying. Yeah. It's not like hours. a drama. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not I a drama like Oscar, Oscar movie. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I want I a mainstream. Agree. I guess there's, I guess there's more of those being made for sure. Like yeah. the Billy Eichner movie that's coming out is going to be. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Movie. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of. I wish that Fire Island had had like a lot, like a theater release. Yeah, for same. sure. I really liked it. Yeah, me too. Oh, we should. Well, we should do that. Yeah. We okay, should. we gotta go. Right, we got Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll have another episode for you in a couple of weeks. Another fun one. Um, uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's movies that you want us to cover because. We, we need some. We need some new ones. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you can follow us at Queer Movie Night on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. And me, Deborah Duncan. <laughs> why did I? Why did I? Why am I forgetting? Why? Um, Deborah D-Bag, right? Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah D-Bag on Instagram. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh-oh. I started going by Deb more recently, like a little bit more oh. professionally. So that's why I questioned it. I was mm. like, did I change it? But All right, Deb. All right. <laughs> Everybody already calls me Deb. <laughs> but now I'm starting. That's true. Like, that's true. Yeah. In casual conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just started watching um, One Tree Hill. I'd never seen it before. Did you watch One Tree Whoa, Hill? Oh, I did. And I've been trying to get Kayla to watch it with me for our entire relationship. Me and, and my friend the Taylor. The moment still has not come. Me and my friend Taylor, she, I've never watched One Tree Hill and she's never watched Dawson's Creek. So she's, I'm watching One Tree Hill with her and she's watching Dawson's Creek with me. So we started watching that and Nathan's mom is named Deb, I think. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. My dental hygienist was just telling me she was watching those exact two shows right now. (laughs) And that they were her favorites back in the day. Now she's rewatching them. And I've actually never seen Dawson's Creek. Oh, I love Dawson's Creek. I was intended to, but I love One Tree Hill. Big Hillary Burton fan who plays. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I love Moira Kelly. Who plays oh, yeah. his mom? Yeah, mm-hmm. and she looks so good in that. Um, and the oh, one girl's name is Kate from Cutting Edge, right? Yeah, the Cutting Edge. Oh, I love Cutting Edge. I was gonna film. say that Moira Kelly from Cutting Edge. That's right. Oh my god, Topic. Remember that one? Topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, adding that to the shared note Kayla just sent me. <laughs> Cutting Edge. It might have been the '80s, but we're gonna let it slide. <laughs> I said that about. I was like, "Can we add nine to five? And she was like, "It's '80s." I was like, "It's still in vibe. Still in vibe. It's still it's in vibe." Same with uh, Freaky Friday. We were like, "Let's watch Freaky Friday." I was like, '90s in vibe." Yeah. And it, just like the idea, like it kind of like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh my god, we have to stop. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this all day. This we're just all having right. a conversation. Okay. All right. Love you guys. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.